Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, episode number 325. On deck tonight, it is a packed show. The season has come to a close at Roaring Knob with Hardcore uh, hardcore Derby Productions. We're going to be getting into that. River City Rampage was over the weekend. Uh, Case Barker got to run his Imperial. We'll, we'll touch on that stuff. We're going to be talking with Chris Quensler, um, Don Santel, John Shipley. Um, I, I, I'd like to say I'm spoiling the surprise, but they both won. Yeah, <laughs> hard <laughs> <And> to believe. <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit, and then we're going to talk to Bobby Krause. Bobby Krause took home a thousand dollars. Took home one fifth of the total purse. At the Crash Course Nationals, uh, the RDP Beam NG Derby that we had over the weekend, Brian got the chance to run in that, um, and he said he even had a good time. And he doesn't I, generally say positive things with a smile. <laughs> I did. It was uh, it was a learning experience. Um, I did a I don't know what day one night we ran for I don't know maybe half an hour practicing I guess with different different things and um, I've never been a gamer. Uh, you know, I've never played a lot of it. Well, I, I guess that's not true. In 1992, on the original PlayStation, I played some video games. <laughs> but since then, I haven't played much. Um, it was. It was a good time. Uh, I got to drive a mod car. I'd never done that before. And I drove a mod car like I, you know, would wide open both ways. Um, drove a shocker like that. Uh, sandbagged a little bit in a Conci. Made it three-quarters of the way through. So I was kind of happy with that. But, no, it was. It was, it was fun. Um, you know, it was... Uh, a lot less painful, a lot cheaper. So you got rolled over and never got a bruise. Yeah, I, I, I think I got rolled over twice, didn't yep, I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of years of derby for real, I would never been over, and I, you know, what twice in two nights is not uh, not good. But no, it was a good time. Um, you know, the judges don't call door shots, but hey, that's because there's no drivers in the car. I so <laughs> I pointed that out. No, it was it was fun. Um, my congratulations to you. Um, I guess I was just a driver, and, and you were the sole promoter. You had all the. Uh, all of the headaches. Um, thank you for everybody that helped sponsor the Crash Course Nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, though I didn't have the headaches of Chris because I don't understand any of that stuff. Um, you know, thank you for for helping Chris and uh, and Crash Course Prana. Don't forget American Beans. Yeah, American Beans um, put on put on a pretty badass, um, pretty badass thing. I, I talked to Hunter a little bit. That dude is really smart. Um, but it was cool. It really was. It was fun. Um, some of the uh, some of the talks that go on through the headsets are interesting, <laughs> but uh, it was neat. I mean, at one point I talked to a guy from New Zealand, so that was cool. Um, Vancouver, Canada, it was it was fun. It really was. It was it was a good time. Um, if we can get things scheduled, you're straightened out a little more, you know, with some some sports schedules and stuff. By sports, I mean weightlifting and maybe doing some f- stuff for football a couple nights a week. You know, I'm gonna try to do some fun runs. Um, you know, I've talked to Chris about building a car and, and seeing if I know anything, which I probably don't, but it's all good. So we'll see. It was it was a good time. There's fun runs just about every night. We're going to dive into more of that stuff um, a little bit later on. we got Bobby on the air. Uh, right now, though, we're going to turn our attention first to Chris Quinsler, who took home the Hobby Stock Championship with Hardcore Demolition Derbies. And 
Uh, man, I was very, very excited when I saw that come across my Facebook stream because last time we talked, um, you were just in the role of publicist, and now you're in the role of champion, man. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. last time Nick got the win, so I guess it was my turn, huh? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, take me through that. You know, was, was there was there much of the championship in the back of your mind, or was it just another derby? Um, well... Actually, looking back on the uh, list of drivers that were actually out in that class, and everyone said, oh, it's a hobby stock class. It's, it's nothing special. I said, well, that's where you're wrong because the driving skill comes back greatly in, uh, in those kind of cars. And there was a lot of guys out there that liked to run hard. And so that first 15 minutes, 20 minutes, we had a, you know, there was a couple of us, obviously, that run together quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And we felt that first 10, 15-minute wave um, extremely quick. And we kind of weathered that. Well, I weathered that storm pretty well and then kind of just went to work and just, uh, you know, the mindset was to win. But, you know, if something went, if something went south, then we were going we to junk it. <laughs> <laughs> That's always there at the back of your mind. Right, right. I'm not going to win it. Neither is this guy. You pick somebody <laughs> out and hit him at 60. That, that happens. <laughs> exactly. And I, usually I'm the one that gets hot-headed and not Nick. Well, Saturday was the other way around. Nick, uh, Nick kind of cut her loose, and it was the first time he got to run his red line since he had it redone. So... He said, I just felt like kind of cutting her loose a little bit, and he ended up junking quite a few people and made my life a little easier, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So was there there anybody that wasn't going to win in the event you ended up having to flip the switch? (laughs) No, I I don't really hold grudges like that. I mean, you know, there was a lot of, like I said, there was a lot of quality builders and drivers in that in that particular championship, and sure. um, I guess it just depended on who uh, ticked me off in the first couple of minutes as who it would have been, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, so you got qualified for that and ended up going out and taking home the win. Um, what are you going to do with that trophy? It looks like it's about six and a half feet tall. Yeah, it's it, my wife, every time we get a big one, my wife keeps saying, where are we going to put that? And so I got to keep shuffling some around and make some space <laughs> because actually this year uh, I also race uh, motocross uh, too when I have free time, you know. And I actually won a point series championship in my class at a local track, and that this year, and they have a banquet, and they usually give away about a six foot or two. So she says we're gonna have to start downsizing because we're running out of room. <laughs> so I- just, I just want to put it in perspective. That is a heck of a problem to have, that you yeah. are able to rotate the inventory of your six-foot-plus trophies. Yeah, that, that's a good good problem to have for sure. Uh, take me through the feature itself. I mean, like you said, you were driving to win. Um, everybody else sort of wound things up. Was there any interval where you kind of looked around and said, this is, uh, this is our salute? Well... I mean, like I said, that first 10, 15 minutes was extremely fast-paced, and mm-hmm. we actually did a lot of damage to as the cars as a whole. You know, And then after about that halfway point, I kind of looked around. I'm like, okay, I, I have enough that I can, if I'm smart now, I can, I can be at the end. But um, Jason Walker, who got second, had probably the best car at least three-quarters of the way through the derby. And I knew he was going to be very, very hard to beat. And luckily enough, 
you know, a couple other people must have seen that too and kind of worked on him a little bit and helped soften him up so I didn't uh, have to do it all. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, sure. but, I mean, it was, you know, it, like I said, it was very fast for the first 10, 15 minutes. And after that, it kind of calmed down a little bit mm-hmm. and then it became, you know, you get settled in and you just, you just do what you need to do. And uh, you know, just stay out of the trouble. And that was that was basically it. I could still move good, steer good, and as long as the you know, and the motor wasn't getting hot any time that day, so I knew I had a chance. So motorsports is this weird thing where it, you being involved with football, and football is kind of the same way, and and uh, football is by itself, hockey is by itself, basketball is by itself, in that you have an opposing team where you don't necessarily know what they're going to do, but you can mitigate and calculate your own variables. Mm-hmm. So you know what you've got left. You know what your teammates have left. You know the plays that you can run and stuff like that. In motorsports, you don't. No. You don't. And, and like, like Chris was just saying, in, in, in racing or in motocross, you don't know if the engine's getting ready to let go, or if you do, it's already too late. You know what I mean? Well, you know, a lot of times, though, with motors, I mean, they, they, if all of a sudden motors run better than it ever has, chances are it's going to go boom quick. So <laughs> right. they just throw that in there. But I knew, so, their, I knew their analysis. So Chris is saying, you know, he, he kind of looked around and engaged what he had left, and, and you can't even see the outside of the car. But he hit on it, and that's about all you've got in, in Demolition Derby. I could move good, I could steer good, which meant I was probably going to do okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's such, right. a, it's such a weird thing that that can do for your confidence level that, well, I still have steering and I, and, and I can still move, so apparently everything's okay. Mm-hmm. You start looking and peeking through the holes of the, in the firewall to try and look at the front and figure out what's, yeah. what's going on up there, and, and, it, and it ended up paying off. Um, Chris made a, oh, yeah, a sure. comment a minute ago there about – the, the driving style and, and what it takes and are the is it more of a challenge to drive a hobby stock car versus one of those cars that was fully welded um yes and no um because they're two very different you still have to be with a with a stalker build you have to be very precise on where you're hitting and how you're hitting and how hard um and you know, obviously like I saved the front of my car till the last, you know, probably 15 minutes of the race. And so, but in a pro style build, kicker build, you still got to be able to drive because those shots, when you mess up with one of those shots, you're not hitting anything that gives. If you're hitting a car in the wrong spot and that, it does not give. And sure. it can still, you know, hurt you more than it does to them. Um, I mean, you guys have been to Blizzard Bash 20 times. You hit one of those cars in the cage, you could ruin the own front of your car even in a kicker car oh yeah you know or, or anything for rip your steering off if you you know because everything is so hard so those parts are still just as vulnerable um just in the stalker build the whole car is that way mm-hmm. so you know you just got to be i think a little more precise and a little more cautious but you also got to be aggressive on on the same end you know so they both have their they're different styles, but I still drive them the same way, just not maybe quite as aggressive in the stock car because you really can't. Right. You know? And it, it's that was one of the things is um, after we went to uh, uh, the newly renamed Keystone or uh, Iron City Nationals. Um, right. 
you know, Zach was talking, and he, he that was the first like kind of built class he's really seen, other than the you know the mod show at Coos or the mod and show. And they were here. super stocks. Yeah, and they were super stocks. <laughs> and he was like, "What what do they do to these cars? Other cars to make them tougher?" And I'm like, "More steel, more plates, more everything." And he's like, "They don't ever bend, do they?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "By the end of the weekend, they bend." And he's like, "I can't imagine." And that's the thing. I mean, if you sit back and, and then I started thinking, and I'm like. How many times have we seen a blizzard batch? First heat, guys will full track, right open nose to nose, and nothing moves except the jiggly parts inside the car. Like, I just can't imagine what that feels like. Like, but, you know, and, and, and uh, Chris brought us back, you know, thinking about all that stuff. But, yeah, it's, you know, you, you we've seen, we've seen kicker, or we've seen the, the mod cars out there take a, a bad angle and, and junk themselves. And, you know, it's, and sometimes we've seen the, the, the stocker build cars, Man, them things are hard, and you wonder how. And you know, there's there's the tricks and the stuff, but it's it's definitely you know, it, it doesn't matter the class, you got to drive it. You know, it doesn't. It's, you know, it, and that's that's the thing. You know, I was when I was talking with Zach at, down in Pennsylvania, I said, look, I said, you know, the difference between these cars is drivers. I said, you'll see drivers on the track. I said, you'll 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 you know, pick, be able to pick them out. And he did. He was like, you know, look at that guy and look at that guy. But that's the thing. You know, we've you you can, you know, you can overbuild and buy the best of everything but if you don't you know if you don't know what you're doing chances are you're going to get junked we've seen scott, it time and time again scott keeps absolutely he says build uh drive to the way the car is built i gotta yeah. learn that someday eventually <laughs> eventually <laughs> i've won some of i've won a lot of derbies in some of the junkest cars i've ever had mm-hmm. and, and that's the truth because you gotta drive with what you have under your under your butt and you know what you got, and you know, like I said, I've won a lot of derbies with some cars that people said I would have junked that two derbies ago. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've seen a lot of guys do that. I mean, we see guys bring. Uh, here's one, uh, and I should I should have mentioned him last week, but I didn't. Jonathan Fur came to New Alexandria with I don't know how many times that caddy had been run. It was Ben already. Mm. Um, you know, he just pulled it out. They've been busy with work and stuff down there. Just pulled it out, threw it together. He ended up fourth in the feature. And two of the guys that beat him were Don Santel and Toby Hiley. So, I mean, Fur is a hell of a driver. And, I mean, he, you know, it came down to the end, and he just, you know, saw how numbers were and opened it up. But, I mean, he drove that thing. Sure. You know, he was he was the odd man out in the heat, made it through the heat. And, you know, he was, you know, he, he's, he's a great example of, of driving overcome the car. So we're, we're talking with uh, Chris Krenzler here, the Hobby Stock Champion. In his event, Jason Walker, second place, Ryan Steele, third, Bill Gaffey, coming away with the Mad Dog Awards. Running down the results from the final confrontation, uh, the last chance qualifier for the hardcore full-size division was Don Santel winning over Mike Klinger and uh, William Close Jr., Cody Koslowski taking the Mad Dog Award in that one. Last chance qualifier for the Hobby Stocks, uh, that was Todd Greenwood. Jody Braden was second. Tanner Harden was third. Bentley Fensel got the Mad Dog Award there. The last chance, last chance qualifier for the Hardcore Compact Division, John Shipley over Jeremy Riley and J.D. King. George Kelly was the Mad Dog there. Vans and Trucks, John Staggers Jr. won over Matt Wingrove and Jeff Vanek. Richie uh, Fanzenbaker was the Mad Dog in that youthful size. Preston Henshaw over Scotty Drevenak and Jack Drevenich. And in the mini uh, youth mini socks, Mason Stacy winning over Scott Drevenek and Terry Abadi. 
the Hobby Stock Champion. We told you Chris Quensler won that one, the Hardcore Full Size. Peter Hansen coming away with a win in that one. Congratulations to him. William Close Jr. took second. J.D. Levrine got third and Mad Dog. And then rounding out the night in the Hardcore Compact Championship. That was Jesse Bates over Adam Merriman. Jacob Schaefer was third. And Nick Rivetti uh, took the Mad Dog honors in that one. So there's the rundown on the final event, final points event for um, or, uh, Final qualifier event championship round for hardcore demolition derbies uh, down there in Pennsylvania. What a year they had! Oh. Almost all their events were, I think, all their events were points events for Unified Series. And with with Pennsylvania um, having been shut down for most of the summer, not able to have grandstand events um, in terms of the county fairs and stuff like that, they were able to really capitalize on it and they put their names on the map. By having the events they did and treating the drivers the way that they did, it was uh, it was a pretty good season for them overall. And, and Chris, man, it's got to mean a lot to you to take home a championship um, at any level. But after having to put the year in that you did and the number of events that, that happened on that schedule, uh, this one's got to feel pretty sweet. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, uh, fortunately, I've been you know, fortunate enough to win. This is my third championship. I've won two at New Alec and now this one here. And... Uh, this one's just as sweet as the first one because after you win the first one, you just want another one more and more, just like any athlete or any kind of motorsports into any of any of you know, anything you do. You always want it more, and uh, it gets harder every year. So um, everybody else gets better, everyone's equipment gets better, and so it 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 doesn't get any easier. That's for sure. Well, uh, you wouldn't want it to get easier, I suppose, right? Unless you're John Shipley. <laughs> and it just looks easy. <laughs> we'll talk with John here in just a minute. Yeah, uh, or Don Santel because he's had a smoking year too. Yeah, he's he's doing okay. He's, he's doing okay for himself as well. Um, well, congratulations, man. Uh, we're we're packed tonight, and right. we're, we're, we're juggling everything. But I wanted to make sure that we, we, we did reach out, man. Congratulations on the win. Um, make some room in the living room for that, and, you know, don't let any dust collect on it. <laughs> that's right I'll make sure we keep up on that one <laughs> <laughs> anybody that you want to make mention of before we let you go uh, absolutely uh, I'd like to say thanks to my wife and kids especially it's been a busy month and very little time spent inside the house mm-hmm. um, my brother my our, our, our best buddy Cuz who helps us a lot on the cars uh, Daffy helped us a good bit on some cars getting caught up on some stuff and uh, Big shout out to Brent Johnson at Redline Engines for building us the best motors we could buy. And uh, Casey and Chance Smith for all the great stuff we got from Smith Metalworks this year. And uh, the whole hardcore crew. They did an excellent job. And we can't wait for next year. Awesome. Well, again, congratulations, man. Uh, we look forward to hearing more. Are you going to run anywhere this year, or is that it? Uh, it's about hunting season. Inline bear season starts in two weeks, so that's where I'll be in the woods for the rest of the year. Awesome. <laughs> well, you enjoy it. You're, okay. in, you're in the break, man. Congratulations. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for having me again. You Have bet. a good one. We'll talk to you soon. All right, later. Bye. Chris Quinsler. Oh, that was awesome. And Pete, man, I, I, we gotta we gotta make sure we recognize Pete. Grumpy old Pete came away with another win. He's smiling <laughs> in the pictures. <laughs> he got a pretty nice trophy out of that deal, too. He did. He did. Uh, another blast from the past, and, and I don't believe he ever did come on. Um, he wasn't really one much for interviews, but Eric Blom, former Blizzard Bash champion, came away with the win at River City Rampage. Didn't he win Capital City Carnage once, too? <sighs> you know, you might be right there. You might be right there. 
Yes, because it came down to him and Chicken and Trey Ewer. And yes. they were down off to our left, and Chicken got back to right. the wall, and, and Blom, I don't, I don't think he ever had to put water in it. No. no. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. That was, that was outstanding. And I think, Eric, I think Eric was on the team when Brent, it was either Brent Clemens' team or the underdogs. Did you see he ran this weekend, too? The year after with uh, Daryl Monroe's team. Brent and I think. maybe his brother ran River City Barry? Rampage. Was it Barry? <sighs> Might have been. It was they they're running yeah. for Brent's daughter, and they had that was the name of their on their cars. So, um, did anything change? Mm, they just still had, they just it, had Addie's name on it. Yeah, still going through the the process. Um, Gully Hackett and I can't remember who else went to Big Diamond and ran Vans. Gully was third, I think. I don't know if Hackett won or Hackett was fourth. I don't John, remember. There's a picture. Yeah, Case Barker. So Case took his first Imperial to a team show as an army of one, lone wolf, and got second place. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Nobody that you get. You don't have to look out for anybody, right? No. Just focus on your Just own. point it and go, right? Yeah. And uh, there was still quite a bit of car left. Um which was, which was great. Uh, so we were real happy for him. He enjoyed his, um, enjoyed his run in the Imperial. Now, another guy who's got an, a legendary season coming together right now, John Shipley, picking up his eighth win of the year over the weekend and now has a six-point lead over Don Santel in the point standings. Uh, you know, they say winning never gets old, uh, John, and, and you keep doing it, so most of you enjoy it, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, nobody, you know, anybody, everybody likes winning, you know, so. <laughs> well, I mean, tell me about this weekend, because we, last time we talked, we talked about how there were some cars out back, and and stuff was at the ready at almost any time. Um, if anybody started getting too close, maybe you'd come back out. You've had some success here. Uh, early in the summer, took a little bit of a break, now came back out. There was no ring rust whatsoever, and you got it back in victory lane. How How's, how's everything going for you? Well, the cars are not at the ready no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about out. You know, I'm I'm changing. Last week, I changed three motors. Oh, yeah, that's and that's that's no exaggeration. But like I said, I run the same setup every time if I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I change motors to run one of mine. Right. Because um, you gotta. I don't trust just driving one off the street and then derbing it. No, sure. I, I get that. So the last chance qualifiers had a full purse paid to them. So they went as a standalone points paying feature. So that's where Don Centel got his 10 points for the weekend, where John got his 10 points and, and it goes in the record book as a victory. So again, John with eight uh, at this point, what's the rest of the season looking like? We're going to see you out there frequently or just going to kind of wait until, wait until you need to come off the bench and remind them who John Shipley is. <laughs> No, I'm I'm off the bench. I'm in. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> you know, into the end. The wife said it's it's all or nothing. So I'm nine wiring cars, as, you know, as we speak. And uh, <laughs> I got to finish out the season because you know there ain't no quitting. You know, Don Santel, he ain't no quitter. You know, no. he's he's after the same prize I'm after. You know, everybody is Riley, all of them. You know, they they all want the big prize at the end. And I kind of messed up. I told people I'd officiate for them, and 
I set out some shows, and he caught me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's nothing against him by no means. He's 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 doing his job. Sure, but uh, I won't do that again. <laughs> how he's, many? He's too close now. How many? Uh, how many shows have you ran this year? I run. Well, I've won eight, and I got second or third place at the other one. So I've run nine shows total. I've, I've won eight of them, and I placed third. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's not not to say anything, but that's I didn't expect this. You know, like I said, it's it all depends on you. Got to be a driver, and you got to have luck. You got to have a good car. Yep. That's anybody and everywhere. Yep. And you know, it ain't just one thing. Very true. Is there anything that you can attribute it to aside of just being smart? I mean, and and having luck falling your way. Have you ever had a year like this before? I mean, everybody goes out with the intention of winning, but you know, even yourself with with success like this, you said you're surprised. No, heck, no. I never, never. You don't ever go. Out, you expect to win. You want to win. You have to drive to win. But it don't happen like this. I don't know what's changed. I know my driving style has changed. You know, and I, I contribute that to Bobby Joe. You know, she gets on me a lot. You know, use a dead car to hide around. You know, just don't leave yourself out there. If you got a shot coming, hide. Well, before, I'd take the shot, and I'd want to get back at you. I'd want to get even. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's not her style. Take the shot or hide and go win. Yep. yep. So I changed a lot of my driving style. Whatever you you've done, I'd keep doing it because you're not having a bad year. No, no, I it's it's a damn good year, you know. I mean, I can't complain. How? No, but I, I never. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go on. What do you got? I I didn't I didn't want to interrupt you. I thought we were coming to a stopping point. It sounded like everything everything John says is very good to listen to. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to cut him off there uh, accidentally. But um, how tough is it? to retrain yourself to drive. I mean, you've gone through a couple of the car accidents when we talked with you once before. You told us about your history there and, and, and facing some adversary, adversity just to get back in the car alone. Is it tough to retrain yourself to drive? These, the front-wheel drives, yes. Um, I used to run trucks. Mm-hmm. And you could just, you could be wide open and not, you know, and just hold it to the wood the whole time and just destroy stuff on the track. These front-wheel drives, you got to pick and choose. Like I told you in the first time we talked. Like, if you watch the show I read, just ran in Pennsylvania at Hardcore, I lost a whole back strut, wheel tire and everything. Because mm-hmm. I, I hit with one side. That's where my fault is. If you, if you watch my videos or watch me run, then I got to learn, I got to train myself from that. Sure. I destroy one side of my car, then I'm three-wheeled. I got to learn to hit more even, you know, and, you know, it's just, you got to learn every time you go out, it's still, you still learn. My guess. The last three cars I've got, I ripped the back, almost the passenger side wheel off. So I'm doing something wrong. The, uh, a long time ago when we were doing DVDs and we were placing in-car cameras, Steve Buckton said, yeah. put it on this corner. And I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. Why Why would you do that? The compact's hit with the back. I get it, but I'm centering it. He goes, no, put it on this corner because when a compact driver turns and looks behind them, their line of sight is diagonal through the car or on the passenger side, the, the right rear corner. Mm-hmm. And, and man, we caught some great stuff coming, hanging upside down inside the car and then flipping the camera over and then putting it on the roof. 
And when John says that, he's right. You know, you see a lot of times the luminous around here, they pack in in almost like a diamond shape. They start to lose that one corner. Everything stays square, then that right rear corner yeah. starts to flatten out first before yep. the rest of it gets it. And yep. so I, I understand what he's, what he's saying. Now, on, on a different token, trying to learn from the truck driving style <laughs> to slow things down to, to, to run, that's – that's like that's like trying to get you to drive for uh, a ten thousand to win feature. It's just it's probably not. Gonna <laughs> it's not going to work out. <laughs> not going to happen. No, it's it's got to right. be tough to do. It's uh, it's, 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 it's mental. Everything's mental. You know. I heard ninety percent of the games half mental, right? Absolutely. <laughs> You'll be better. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> um, so from from this, did you know going in that the LCQ was going to pay points? No, I didn't until probably like a week prior. Okay. You know, Mark, I think Mark had put it out there that, you know, and I, that Jonathan Howman, and I got to give them guys credit, mm-hmm. you know, Frankie Guy and all them, heck of a show. And uh, they made it possible for me to get points because if not, Don, you'd be talking to Don Santel right now, you know, mm-hmm. theoretically, because he did to go over to the lead and kept it. So I had to do something. I can't, like I said, I can't sit no more out. I uh, I got comfortable, you know, and there ain't no quitting his game. So I got to match him now step for step. Well, this is definitely going to be fun one to watch now that we're in the home stretch. There's only a handful of shows left. I think maybe around five or six left on the schedule at this point. Yes. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to follow this along as we, as we move through it. And um, I, 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 have my fingers crossed that we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking with you again. Um, I, I got to ask you. Uh, I heard that the artwork's all done and some of the initial casting and stuff has been completed. Are you a ring guy? Do you wear rings? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, I don't wear a ring. <laughs> we was up in uh, Pennsylvania the weekend before, and uh, I got to see a glimpse of it. And uh, everybody's asking me if Mark's got a size. And he's talking to me to size that ring up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, no, he wasn't, he wasn't going to size my finger. So, Interesting. Well, but that's... no, uh, that's, uh, I probably wear, you know, when I, if, if, if it finishes out like I wanted to, I wear it leaving a banquet or the, you know, when we have our final, uh, final derby or whatever. And if I win it, I wear it for a day or two, but the rest of it's going to go on a shelf. Yep. Right next to the other trophies. It's going to be a heck of a trophy to have. Yeah, it's awesome. The the championship belts are cool. The the, the big trophies are neat, but that ring is going to be something. Yeah. Very cool. It is. And, uh, you know, like I said, I never thought I was going to be here, you know, Mm -hmm. chasing this championship. You know, like I said, I just went out to help somebody. And uh, here I stand, you know. Yep, for sure. Well, not just chasing the championship right now, leading the championship point chase. Have a, a a slim lead over Don Santel, and it's going to be a a battle to the finish. Is there anybody that you want to take a minute a minute and mention and recognize here before we let you go? Well, of course, you know my wife, Bobby Joe. I can't can't do much without JD King. You know, uh, <laughs> he's been my right hand man all along. Sometimes he gets called out for work; he can't make it. You know, and other times he makes. It. He drove all the way to Pennsylvania for me to you know help me win. And of course, Jeremy Riley. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, everybody thought we was rivals there for a while, but you know, you get two compact guys trying to go after the same thing. You got to help each other. Right on. 
Yep. So uh, that's my shout out to Zadie King and Jeremy Riley. Awesome. Well, John, I wish you the best of luck as you go forward, man. Good luck and uh, let us know how things are going. Hopefully, you can restock the rest of the stash and you got enough cars to finish the year. <laughs> yeah, right. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. You Have bet, John. One. We'll see you later. Yep. Bye. There goes John Shipley. We didn't rush through that one too fast, trying to get back on schedule. Um, so we'll give you a peek at what the points look like right now here before we shift gears to Don Santel. Unified Point Series has only a handful of derbies left, two of them coming up on the 3rd of October, Smash's uh, Courthouse Crash in Washington Courthouse, Ohio, and Junkets Gaston Fall Show in Gaston, Indiana, both on the 3rd, and then two of them on the 10th, NDDA's top, uh, NDDA Top Dogs, Bluegrass Bash in Louisville, Kentucky, and then Rouse Promotion, the Spring Show in Connersville got relocated because of the, the COVID pandemic. That's now going to be on the 10th of October. The penultimate weekend is going to be Wicked Derby's team show in Evansville, Indiana. And then the final event of the schedule is November 28th and 29th, Coke Promotions Turkey Derby in Portland, Indiana. And it's potentially going to be the start of the next year with Coke Promotions down in Daytona. About about a month and a half removed from yeah. when the last one happened. So the dust will have barely settled on 2020. John Shipley out in front in the point standings, 86 markers to his credit. Don Santel next with 80. Uh, Jeremy Riley, 62 points. Matt Wingrove with 50. Travis Pennick with 40. Jesse Bates next in six with 36. Two drivers tied at seventh place, 34 points apiece for uh, William Close and Nick King. And then three drivers tied for ninth, 30 points each for them. Uh, Rick Furster, Jack Jernovich, and Richard Davis in the three-way tie there for the uh, ninth spot. And all of those drivers do have 30 points to their credit back there in ninth place. So next up, uh, let's do this here while we're, while we're making the stop. Jeffy Stab Farm, we heard him reference. You were talking with um, you were talking with Matt Stambaugh about the engines, Brian, when you finally met up with everybody. Yes. At Matt Stambaugh Matt. working on the engines. Yes. Jeffy's Fab Farm, they're known for their LS conversion components, and they earn major derby credentials with their various header offerings. They're recognized as an industry leader in all manner of fabrication needs. They just released just released this summer uh, the Camry engine mount, four-cylinder Camry engine mount, and headers for the 1.8 liter and 2.0 uh, Hyundai Elantra. The store offers bumper-to-bumper selection, including fuel and air parts, suspension and transmission items, steering components, pedal shifters, switches, and gauges if you need it. It's on the farm, online, jeffusefabfarm.com. Smith Metalworks was also part of the action this weekend. Smith Metalworks is an all-purpose fab shop that has taken the Northeast by storm. Smith Metalworks features... More than 40 years of combined metalworking experience. The hallmark of their product line is the pointed and flat front bumpers replicating popular factory releases. They can be stuffed or ran hollow. There's also a compact version of the pointed bumper. Other items include uh, Crown Vic door skins, battery boxes, engine mounting systems, and pedal combos and shifters. The shop also has all the odds and ends that you need as well, like distributor clamps, welding centers, and be sure to ask about the GM floor liners. They have in-person locations for pickup in Mercer, Uniontown, and Bethlehem. There's no derbies left for you to pick stuff up at down at uh, Roaring Knob, so you're going to have to have it shipped, or you can pick it up at those locations. Uh, visit smithwettleworks.info for additional details, experience, and passion, second to none. Capital City Carnage is coming up in the spring. We're looking forward to that. That is going to be run uh, Concurrent. in the undercard, I guess you will. It, well, now there's some more shuffling going on. Blizzard Bash 2.0 is definitely going to be in March. But... Blizzard Bash 2.0 is definitely going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Smash, okay. Smash it, Demolition Derby. There, there's, there's a lot of different scenarios. scenarios. Yeah. And 
and right now we are we are probably about six weeks away six to eight weeks away from starting our bash for cash campaign so we got to start so that tells you where we're at in the schedule it's just everything is so stacked up and and loaded up but jump online smash it derbies.com smash it does have a couple derbies left we can tell you about the courthouse crash in washington courthouse ohio two-man pro stock teams full-size street stocks mini street stocks full-size mods the street stock minivan truck and suv rules also part of that program and then the fall cleanup show is october the 24th pro stocks the modified trucks street stock full-size street stock compact stock minivan truck and suv class and then the smash it compacts and power wheels if you bring it they will find a place for you to run it if there's no place for you to run it you can either cut it or weld more stuff on it <laughs> <laughs> online smash it so we ran through all that stuff and got that done that's taken care of. Now let's see if we can do this well. That started. What was it? you said? Uh oh! One star that interview or two interviews ago. What happened over there? Uh, I don't know. What happened? You like oh. jumped in? Oh yes, I. If you didn't notice it, I'm not bringing it up. All right, don't worry about it. It was uh, we had to take care of something that was on screen. I oh, had okay. uh, transposed a couple letters and had to fix it. <laughs> you are a you were an English major too. I know, right? See, Marty Seeger checking in with all the trophies he's getting. He's gonna have to build a shed for all the trophies. Elijah Gad checking in. Jim Coffey tuning in as well. Marty Seeger, hey, there's Don Santel. Don, let me put you in. How's it going, guys? What's going on, Don? We're doing all right. How, how about yourself? How are you guys doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing uh, okay, I guess. It's Monday. <laughs> okay, okay at best, huh? Okay, yeah, okay at best, yeah. Uh, is is everything all right? Yeah, everything's good. It just the, been a long uh, couple weeks going to Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that the summer of no derbies could feel so long, right? Hey, I can't believe I derbied at all this summer. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. after we we laid an egg in Vegas, I was I was ready to quit for the year. Sure. And then COVID helped you out with a lot of that around home, but but Pennsylvania gave yep. you a couple opportunities. Now here we are looking at seven wins on the season and and only six points behind uh, John Shipley trying to chase that top spot. And you know it's 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 going to be a dogfight the rest of the way. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it'd be a lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> are you planning on or are you entered into all of the shows the rest of the way? In some way, um, I mean, the, the, the ones with double dates, obviously, you can't run them both, but. Uh, I'm entered, uh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm entered into some of them. I don't know. I know I I'm, I'm not entered into all of them. I, I understand that all of them is a stretch because there's two on the third and there's two on the tenth, so yeah. it's kind of a silly way to ask that question, but um, right. I, I understand uh, understand what you're saying. So um, is, you know, you said that you didn't even know if you were going to be able to going to derby this year if you're going to hang it up for the summer and just just regroup um what's what's it take to get the confidence back up in yourself when you've got everybody on the outside um that, that doesn't know you personally looks at you as as an absolute legend an icon in the sport with with everything on your resume they're looking at it saying how can how can don santel even remotely question himself how does how do you get back in the saddle and build the confidence back up to run oh the, there was a there's a little pest that, that works at my shop too. She's about five foot three and she's got black hair and she wanted to run the team show at uh, uh, <laughs> Spring Explosion. 
Uh-huh. And when she gets something in her head, I have to help her, and she makes me do it. <laughs> so with 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 her with her help and drive and determination, when she wants to do something, we do it. And I mean, she drove me to Pennsylvania last weekend. I slept in the back of the truck because I was tired. <laughs> so I mean, with help like that, how can you not do it? I saw before uh, before the uh, nationals. I went over and talked to Don, introduced him to my son, and um, Don looked pretty tired there. He, uh, he he looked like he'd been a, a lot of hours in the shop and not a lot of sleep, and you know that turned out all right for you. I mean, you know, I mean, you had to ha- haul a little extra home with that heavy check you had to take home with you, but I mean that that turned out all right. And then another one this weekend. I mean, it, you know, you, you keep getting these nice nice paydays, and it it makes up for that not sleeping, right? I don't know. This week was pretty tough after Keystone. It was a, it was a miserable week, and then to go right back out there, it was like, uh, like I said, Jody drove the whole way out there, and I don't know. I would have made it if I had to go by myself. I, I don't know that I could have drove that drive. She uh, helped me finish up the car, loaded the trailer, and we left here Friday night again at ten o'clock, and then drove straight through to the track. Unload. We took two cars because I want to maximize the chances of getting points, and we had an extra car. And uh, uh, just so happens you could run the last chance qualifier too. So I ran both last chance qualifiers, and I won ten points in the first one. And then I let her drive in the second one because I couldn't score any more points, and I figured she'd do just as good as me. So she went out there and got second in the second one. Nice, nice. Not a bad weekend. No, it's not a bad weekend. But those hours are absurd. Yeah, without a doubt. That's yeah. that's crazy. Because you, on your trip in, you lose an hour, right? You're yep, gonna, absolutely. Yeah, you cross over the time zone. So 10 o'clock becomes 11 o'clock, just like that. <laughs> yeah, but you gain it back on the way home. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't feel any better. I was just going to say, do you at all feel like no. you gained that hour back yet? No. <laughs> oh. we, we, st- we stopped right on the timeline on the way back, and they call it... Uh, Fast time and slow time, and it's—I can't imagine living right there where I, you go five miles and it changes an hour. <laughs> yeah, Jeepers. that's crazy. So tell that's me crazy. about the run itself. You know, running early on, the the LCQ certainly had some familiar faces to contend with. Mike Klinger was right there, duking it out, got second place in that run. Um, obviously, bringing two cars, the points are on your mind, and with with entries already logged for the rest of the way, you're you're thinking big picture with the the points championship. John Shipley's had a a great year so far. Um, tell me about that LCQ. Well, you know, I ran the LCQ and Klinger's uh, out there. <laughs> and, oh my God! I mean, he's a tough competitor, and his motor runs great, and his car is hard as a rock. And I don't know. I I just didn't stay away from wherever he's running. He's 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 a handful. God, this Cadillac ran great, and he drives it like a maniac. And man, is he a he, uh, I don't know. He's just impressive to me. One of the most impressive guys I've seen here lately. That's pretty, that's, that's a pretty nice compliment right there. Yep, that's, uh, <laughs> that is, that's a pretty good compliment. It's good to hear. Uh, Frankie, guy yeah. said that you're now receiving mail sent to a Pennsylvania address. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a uh, it's been a really nice and Frankie guy and Justin and Charlie. And Jonathan have all been awesome people. To, I mean, one of the coolest four guys that promote therapies I've got to go 
to run for. And I, I guess it would have been, if nothing else, it was a treat getting to go run for Frankie Guy and them guys more than anything because uh, I probably would have never ran for them guys if it wasn't for the points. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Because you'd never been to Pennsylvania before, but now you've been there like, what, four or five times? About five times, yeah. yeah. Five trips, ten hours. I got, uh, like, you know, close to a hundred hours on the Pennsylvania back. That's crazy. <laughs> huh. I think that's right. I don't know. I'm a little tired today. It's, My math might, might not be the greatest. I understand, though. I mean, um, Don, you've you've run pretty much every build there is, you know, from 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 a, a stock car to to the Blizzard Bash cars. What do you prefer for a build? Like if 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 you were only gonna if you could only run one class, what what type of build would you like to have? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't care. I mean, the Blizzard Bash cars are insanely hard. And then the stock classes are different where you, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I kind of like somewhere in between like a, a a metric type build where you can change the body bolts, have a little bit of maybe a shipper protector, no kickers. I don't, I, re, I really don't care. That's dumb for me to say. I don't, I don't have a preference. I like to run the next one. Whatever's <laughs> next, I'd like to run. That's a good I answer. You know what I mean? I got a shed that with used cars anywhere from, you know, whatever. I got a kicker car in there to a, a stock car. And I don't really, I mean, I just like the Derby. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a shed. I don't. It's got a shed. I think if you like the Derby, you don't care what the build is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just wondered, I mean, you know, it, we, we've asked a lot of guys and obviously you've, you know, like I said, you've, you've, uh, you know, ran them all and, and had success and all. I didn't know if there was one that you preferred or so. That's, no, that's, that's I, I don't prefer it. I mean, some of the, some, some of the stuff I don't like is, is like um, any more bumpers. No matter what class it is, you should allow, you know, like a loaded bumper. There's no need making me spend, go get a new Chevy bumper out to put on the front of a bone stock car. Let me put a, a little bit of a loaded one or an aftermarket one because, them, that, I mean, that's not going to make or break the car in my mind. No. You know, and it's just going to, it's just dumb having to waste some of that stuff that is irreplaceable. Absolutely. I mean, that was, you know, I was... I was more than happy to uh, to buy the Smith Metal Works bumper and uh, put a little steel in there, and you know that's that's going to last me a while. So I, I completely agree with that. I, I I would like to see more places, and even even you know for on a lighter build, obviously I'm, I'm nowhere near the builder, but I mean on a lighter build, if you don't want to let guys you know stuff them, that's fine. Just let them run the, the 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 aftermarket bumper. I mean it's you know it's a nice piece. I I completely agree with that because you know. I, it's insane what people are are getting for bumpers and have to pay for bumpers nowadays. I mean, they are who would have ever thought that you know there's guys paying more for bumpers now than I used to pay for cars. That's just it's right. insane. Exactly, and I mean, I'm I'm a fan. You know, like even if you got uh, pay a little bit for a bumper and it lasts a lot of runs, that, that's great. Hey, that ain't that ain't hurting nothing. That's not taking away anything. You know what I mean? Yep. Definitely. But uh, yeah. I don't know. That's the only kind of thing to see. Like, you know, simple things like that, you know, that don't really make a difference in the car. And I understand the protectors. Some places probably run protectors. Some places don't. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Because, you know, if you get a training protector in there, you can, it strengthens the car. No doubt about it. So if you don't allow training protectors, I'm fine with that. But uh, just bumpers, tires, stuff that really don't make any difference in the strength of the car. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
I, I think that you'd be able to get a lot more people involved at the stock level if they didn't have the a lot of the um, the builders that we've seen leave the sport who talk about price usually shortly after that they talk about the cost of bumpers yeah absolutely and just by letting uh, the aftermarket bumpers and there's a bunch of them out there Darren Brown makes bumpers mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, everybody, everybody makes them and you can almost buy a, I, I think my last ski bumper I got a 74 ski bumper that was on front of my hardcore car I think I don't know Jason gave it to me for $600 I mean it's hard to, it, you know it's three 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 fifty for a 76 fresh or a 74 fresh so I mean you got a downloaded bumper that's ready to go but you know you know, and you get to use it more than once Right. For sure. If you use any of these stock bumpers on a, a fresh car, you're running one run. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and you can get the bumper like what you have from uh, Smith Metal Works, and mm-hmm. there's uh, Gage. Gage Sumner had yep. the, the Amish built bumpers. Yeah. Um, yep. All there's they're out there, and like Don was getting to for for six hundred bucks, you can buy one bumper, and it's going to be around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Versus one of these things where you're paying, you know, we've seen some astronomical prices. Oh, yeah. on, on I numbers. remember <laughs> the first the first time you and I went to Utah, um, somebody sold a New Yorker bumper that day at that derby for 750 bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost fell out of my chair. Like I was just amazed when I heard that. That's insanity. Yeah, it's, it's no joke. That's, that's the, only, I, that's I, the I, only thing I disagree with some of these stalker builds is when they make you go back to some of the stuff that. Yes, it's, we're doing stock, but we're we're past that point in life. We gotta realize we're doing stock, but we, we need to incorporate, you know, like the Smith Metalworks bumper or whoever's bumper. Yeah, and that's you know, I I bought two years ago. Well, when when uh, Wayne Ellison Jr. was going out of you know selling everything, I bought some bumpers from him. I mean, like one of them you could have put on a show car. It was that nice. Sure. And I you know I I paid what the going price was. Hey, Jody. And I figured. You know, but then I, Jeremy, I think Jeremy changed his rules to where you could run the, the Smith right. Metalworks. I sold them back to him because I'm like, there's, you know, I'm not going to, that's not going to last me. I knew I would, I've junked Chevy bumpers, beautiful Chevy bumpers. So I, I bought the Smith Metalworks because it was cheaper. Right. Effective. Exactly. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that if you want a stock appearing bumper, I don't think there's any shame in allowing a piece of box in the front and just putting a, the a, tin a skin it. on it. Put yeah. the put the tin on the outside and, and call it good. Yep. Just to, you know, if you want that appearance so that the crowd doesn't think that they're these hulking behemoths that are never <laughs> going to bend. But I think that the derby, the, the, the derby acumen of most fans now is at least accelerated enough to where they know that, yeah. you know, things aren't necessarily going to bend on the first hit the way that the county fairs used to be. But yeah, for sure. For sure. So I, I imagine probably your cars are all done here for the coming weeks, and you're just hanging out. <laughs> Actually, I was just pushing a Amish pointer across the uh, Amish summer pointer pointing across the yard, so they'd load it on the roll off and take it take it back to Bill. <laughs> I had to cut it off his stock car because uh, we couldn't run stock, uh, Amish pointers last weekend, and he's picking up his car that Jody ran. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't want him to get the pointy. So while I was talking to you, I was wheeling a pointy across the. <laughs> <It> <laughs> that just, sounds like something Don said. I would be doing. <laughs> it just doesn't ever stop. <laughs> uh, is there anybody that you wanted to make mention of or anything um, to help uh, make this one ha- happen? I know JD, Jody's a big part of what you do. Jody, for sure. Um, the car, the cars last weekend were used cars of somebody else's. Uh, there were Bill Miller's and uh, James Wahaska. Shane Jones has been helping me. Uh, I mean, I've just had so much help. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, that help is out there, and hopefully that help keeps coming, and we'll be talking with you in the coming weeks as well as you and John battle it out the rest of the way. All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. I don't I – don't, <laughs> he's pretty tough in them compacts, so you're, I don't know. You're we'll pretty tough in those full-size, too, Don. burns out here. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't burn out until after the end of November. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, man. You take care. I appreciate, right. you, I appreciate your time tonight. We'll see you soon. Yeah. You guys have a good night. See you, Don. Don Santel. Shifting gears, we uh, Vito Raymer is hanging out in the chat tonight. Marty Sager is hanging out there. Scott Brown just made it. He had a conversation with Joker a couple days ago uh, recently. Well, I assume it was recently. It might not have been that recent. But Scott was telling him how he loves the the metric GMs and um, likes the, the stock builds and I got to trust that if you could, Joker would have just slapped him right in the head. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. Remember the Buffalo show that Mad Mike was going to give a guy 200 bucks for the front bumper off a 74 Monte Carlo. And I mean, 200 bucks for Monte Carlo bumper strikes me as cheap. Yeah. We saw some pretty high, pretty high prices on that stuff. Um, We want to take a mention and uh, take a moment and mention, um, I wrote that phone number down right. I better check that. Smash it, demolition derbies, helping make the crash course nationals the celebration of our uh, seventh anniversary. Uh, we finally got to put a derby on, and it was it was it Kick was ass. as entertaining as the real thing. It was it fun. Was, it was a lot of fun. Had a hey. lot of help uh, making that one happen. Obviously, I, I can't go anywhere without first mentioning Hunter Wood. Um, I yeah. wasn't sure Hunter was going to talk to me ever again, and, and we traded some <laughs> messages. Uh, I. I told him when we started, I take everything very seriously, and, and sometimes you're going to have to protect me from myself because I'm going to have what I think is a good idea, and you're the only one that's going to say no because I won't listen to myself. <laughs> and uh, he, he, did, he did every bit of it and, and helped make sure that this was an honest and, and fair event, even though it was a video game. Um, it, was, it was outstanding. Iron City Promotions and Iron City Nationals out there helping us full throttle. Promotions out of Minnesota, um, Derby Tees and Crash Box, Shane Williams and WLMS, uh, WLMS Graphics, uh, Smith Metalworks, Jeffy's Fab Farm. Jeffy's Fab Farm was right there on top of it. Uh, the total purse for the weekend was 5000 actual dollars. How was, insane is that? Well, when I was using my PayPal, I was, really that it was, I was realizing <laughs> it was pretty insane. <laughs> that, um, one thing that I, I am going to call you out on. Yeah. And... You're going to be like, I can't believe that happened. But when you uh, did the announcement for the first heat, you called me Brian McDougal from McDougal, New York. You told me to. Yes. Yes. I'm going to lie about this. I'm going to say you, I, you, you told me to, 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 preserve your, uh, to preserve your identity so they didn't target you. Okay. So, so the, the, the purple and orange crash course car with my name on the side of it. Was, you always tell me looks don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just check it. I was, I, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I was, I always joke with Marty that after, uh, before we go run the, the derbies and stuff, especially the paid ones, the, the big shows, I'm pacing around about ready to throw up. Or I, I couldn't even eat dinner so I could go through my throw-up routine. I was so nervous. Did I just you have a nice piece of cardboard I, afterwards? I, just, <laughs> I did. There was, some, there was some cardboard left over in the, nice. in the refrigerator. I put a little pizza sauce on it and pretended. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was awesome. The whole the whole weekend was great. Um, and and Bobby Krause 
came away with with the win. Bobby's on the line now. Uh, Bobby, man, congratulations. Uh, hey, thank you, sir. Super happy for you. This is. Uh, I hope you had fun. Um, and uh, absolutely. I, I got to know if there's uh, any finish left on your controller because I got to imagine those knuckles were getting awful white over the last few minutes of that derby. Yeah, it come down to a couple of great drivers. I mean, it was just you know trying to pick your shots. It is a video game; you can't control some of the things on there. So, picking your shots, when to actually go and when not to. What's and easier, then, driving a real car or driving the game car? Ooh, game car. <laughs> well, it's easier driving the game car because you can wake up the next day and you're not sore. <laughs> And it costs a lot less. <laughs> it depends. It could cost a lot less depending on your computer. I mean, some people have sunk a lot of money into those computers, but, I mean, the time spent in a garage in real life compared to what you can do to a car on a game, I mean, it's so much easier on a video game. Just uh, running down some of the winners. The winner of the, the Pros versus Joe's Heat, Team RDP, won that one, and it was not a route. It was a battle, and uh, one of the Joe's cars lost a wheel almost immediately. Um, I think it was Cody Ray that lost a wheel in that one, and from there, the, the, the Joe's team, the five drivers that were pulled at random, held their own, and, and it came right down to it, and eventually it was the two Team RDP cars held uh, Doug Kirk in the corner, to, the, the pin to win. I think next time we do it with that much money on the line, there won't be any pin to win. Uh, let, people, <laughs> let people knock around for that. Um, that... Uh, that was a good finish, yeah. the, the winning team. Uh, Shane Williams there, Crete Lowe, uh, Jesse Myers, Brandon Rammer, and Scott Berdonick. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that was definitely a good show there. That was, that was the main event of night one. And then the other winners that we had through the course of the night in the wealth class, um, Kyle Holman took the win in that one. He got that over... Uh, Vito, uh, Bryson Valentine was third. The Mad Dog, Cody Rates. Uh, the Shocker Heat, Holman won that one as well. Uh, doubled down there. Uh, Nick Emery was second. Vito was third. And James McLean in the raffle car got Mad Dog. And he hit Cody Rates so hard it flipped him out of the, out of the arena. It was... <laughs> I, when I saw that, I figured I had no shot at Mad Dog. So <laughs> yeah. There, was drivers, that, there was drivers in the queue that said, do we all just agree that he gets that right now? Yeah, so at least at the bar... Then in the main event, Bobby Krause took the win over Chris Parton in one of the raffle cars. Um, had no wheel on it. Alex Sager, man, I was sure, sure when there was four cars left, as good as Alex's car was, I was sending him a thousand dollars, and he backed yeah, up. Yeah, and... he he wasn't even popped. Like, no. He was definitely he was running good. Chris, I mean, Chris, he wheeled around for how long on three wheels? I mean, that was a wheel man right there. Definitely, it was a great show. And I practiced with my wagon for a month and a half. I ran, you know, big dog derbies. We practiced forever. And I just couldn't get my wagon right. So got to talking with uh, Colin Walker there, and he's like, run a bubble. He's like, you won't go wrong. And I'll tell you what, he was definitely right, man. That bubble, he helped me out with it. And that thing was perfect. Krause I was up. nervous for a while. <laughs> Krause made the feature with a mad dog award in heat number two and i uh i expected you to run hard in heat two you took a little bit of time and let the the dust settle some and then made a bid for the mad dog there uh later in the event and qualifying heat two and and it paid off you uh, got in the judges memories to to stay a little bit longer than anybody else yeah whenever i popped there it was it was game on it was a weird 
better get mad dog because i don't think i'm gonna finish in top three there so top two and luckily i i pulled it off there i mean bar was strong it just popped took a weird hit zach drummond was he went out early unfortunately but he got mad dog in in his heat he was in qualifying heat number four cody rates got mad dog in his qualifying heat and in the world class and in the uh super stock feature as well so a little bit of a little bit of uh paypal canadian currency conversion happening to get him all taken care of uh, he made he, out good then he, he made out he made out very well uh, dalton rude got the mad dog award in the team heat as well um running down back through the order caleb vole got fourth place in the super stocks and then dalen brown who was a, a last minute alternate edition uh late thursday or even yeah, i think it was late thursday uh, he ended up driving the Keystone Nationals car that Nick King was going to drive. Mm-hmm. He, he drove a wagon, and that skin had to be on it due to our agreements, and uh, drove it down to fifth place. I bet. So, so that was fun. Um, I, Colin Walker is an outstanding driver. and Yeah, he, like I said, man, he he talked me into the bubble. And <laughs> I, you know me, Chris. I, I love the wagons on that game. Yep, That's all I run, but... Whenever he said, do the bubble, we we put our heads together. And, I mean, he helped me out tremendously. I mean, couldn't thank him enough. You know, everybody, there's a lot of servers on there practicing the SS class. Between Prodigy, Chris717 server, you know, Big Dog Derbies is a, a big server over there for us. And that's where I mainly run. And, I mean, it's, it's just fun all around, people helping you, you know definitely nice and i know i know wally felt a little bit like i was picking on him and uh i I don't want him to feel that way i appreciate what he did in the car he was he was taking his time and and making sure his car lasted and he challenged me to be honest and that is one of the hardest uh hardest things to do when you got that many cars on the track is to keep an honest clock and and stay on top of it and um I am very thankful for the amount of time that I spent running stopwatches for RC Derbies because it's chaotic like that. Oh, yeah. It, and the and thing is, I mean, what was there? There was only was, – was Beans judging or was he just there for – Beans was a backup backup stopwatch, so if I had too many people going um, – And then there was one other judge, right? And, the, and we're getting to that in just a second, yep. And, and then we ended up having three people with Mad Dog votes. It was uh, the – I had a vote, you know, because – well, I just I just met for and then and then Hunter Beans he would he would jump in with a watch if he saw somebody or mm-hmm. if I had too many people stacking up I would tell him put a clock on so and so and then Friday night we had Dale Savory come in yeah I was there and Dale yeah. was uh, Dale's that's that's Logan's dad Logan mm-hmm. passed away and and you know we we, we dedicate all the weekend to to them and uh, you know Dale got a little bit of normalcy a little escape from reality and got to hang out with his Derby family and he had fun and then. The second night, Jesse Myers was doing the same thing because Dale had some stuff to do with his family. So I mean, that's hard for two people to watch 17 cars. I don't care if it's on a computer or 11 cars, if it's on a computer or if it's in real life. I mean, that's that's tough to do. That's tough. It's definitely hard. I mean, like I said, the video game, it's easy to get stuck on stuff whenever things start going south for another car. They back into you, and it could end your night quick. That's what happened to Alex there in in the main event, and... And I don't want to, I, I just want everybody to know, uh, anybody that was watching, that I, I don't, uh, Wally, I, I understand Wally was a little upset afterwards, and, and I don't want him to be. Uh, I compliment his driving, and I appreciate him challenging me as an official 
Um, I don't want him. Uh, don't want him upset, but it, it is what it is. Uh, I had a chance to talk with Doug Kirk too. Uh, all in all, the, the the conversation and the compliments were were very nice to hear, and we had a bunch of great partners. I think it was a good show all the way around. I had, I had a couple of people asking me today when we're going to do it again. It might be a little while, <laughs> a little space, <laughs> a little space, a little, little space to figure that out. But uh, that doesn't mean that I didn't message Beans last night with the people that I want to contact for the next one. <laughs> so he was probably saying, "Oh God." So, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he did. I mean, he, said, he said, "We'll talk that, about that's it." Stressful. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it's stressful to host it like that and make sure you don't mess up somebody's car just pulling off like a tire even. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, yeah, uh, like I said, it's a video game, but one wrong move and you could hurt somebody else. But for uh, for you now, um, we didn't let anybody know what the purse was until the feature started. Any of the features. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No, because I didn't want – the only thing <laughs> that I was telling anybody was it was the $5,000 total purse. Yep. And I would post the payout for the top three of the Mad Dog or the top five of the Mad Dog once that event started on track. So okay. people would know it, but I didn't want that to be the reason why they bagged. I wanted it to still be entertaining yeah, to an extent. And, absolutely. And this was – this feature people were saying it was going to take two hours. It took, uh, it took a little over 45 minutes. So for you, it was uh, a long forty-five minutes. It was. It was for you because you were you were one of the last cars running. Take me through it when uh, when it was down to maybe maybe when Roll got hung up and it was down to you and and Alex and and Chris Parton. There it was only the the four of you left. Did you know? Was there any point? Where yeah. You thought, Holy crap! <laughs> Whenever it came down to us four, I mean, just trying to keep your shot clock on. You know, got to make sure you're, you're hitting people and not getting hung up. Like Chris was willing it around there. I didn't want to get stuck to him. Cause he had a sticky car there in the end, and Alex, he he kept on coming at me at the end there, and like I said, he had a fresh car, and I knew it, so it was just waiting for somebody to make a move, and he come backing in, and I pulled out, and he missed me, and he got tire locked on that car, and I thought for a second, should I try to get him off, should I leave him, and I backed up, and that's whenever just Parton and I just started going nose to nose. I mean it. Long, long forty-five minutes. Once I seen what the payout was, it was, it was definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, <laughs> but, no uh, doubt. But we talk about the yeah. building process and everything, and you know, in demolition derby, you got to run a couple of them before you really know what the car is going to do. This, this, uh, for for Blizzard Bash with the six-month builds and stuff like that. Some of these guys have been testing their cars for four months. Yeah, like, like, no joke. Yeah, it's I mean, it, yeah. after I knew I I won, I muted my mic and I. I yelled for my wife. I said, I, I did it. And she was half asleep. I think I scared her. So. <laughs> That's awesome. So it was it was a great night. Like I said, I my plan was to win it so I could build a PC for my daughter because she, she likes gaming and she wants to do it on a PC. So that's where the money's going. I mean, and that is the definitely only, going somewhere good. <laughs> that is the only way that your wife was going to let you be a gamer nerd for 10 hours on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. She, awesome. she was off this weekend, and she was like, "You better win." So I mean, awesome. I had to do something. We, uh, uh, it was it was great. I mean, coming down to a couple good drivers. I mean, that feature had a lot of good drivers. So it might be a video game, but you still get nervous. I mean, I was nervous all day yeah. waiting. And I run in derbies in real life, and I tell you, it's just, it's the same thing. How sweaty were your hands? Oh, <laughs> they were sweaty. They were definitely sweaty. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, I was nervous. Even getting down to the final four, I mean, yeah, you're there, but you just don't know. 
Right. You could blow a dry shaft. Yep, that could happen. Anything could happen in that game. A lot of it's like real life, too. I mean, it's it's crazy how far that game has come since I started playing five months ago. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely come a long way, and, and it's only getting better. There was some test stuff happening last night that's going to change yeah. the game completely. It is going to change the game completely. When I heard there's some new cars coming. That update is going to change everything. Uh, I tested a little bit out there with you know Jesse and a couple guys, RDP guys. It was pretty pretty crazy. It was intense. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's um, it'll be cool but, once it gets out. Once it yes, sir. Well, Bobby, man, I I appreciate you coming and running, and appreciate uh, Big Dog Derby and all the hospitality that was shown me when I go over there and run. And it was great to see so many cars, cars coming up. Yeah, and, we get a Good to get you back out there. We're going to get you out there running again. It's fun running against you, too. So, I mean, like I said, uh, a lot of practice. You get a group of guys. Big Dog Derby took me in, and, I mean, they, they helped me out a lot. So I appreciate them. Appreciate you guys for putting on the show. It was a great show. Well, hopefully the, the ones in the future are just as good. Because now that it's been so good, no reason to do anymore. We're done. <laughs> what a time. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bobby, is there anybody else you want to make uh, make mention of? Like, I don't know, like Hewlett Packard or PlayStation? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the Xbox, I mean, the controller. That's what I use was the Xbox controller. I mean, I have my PC guy that, you know, if something goes wrong with my PC, I could call him up. Hey, this happened. He lives an hour away from me. He's like, if I can't fix it over the phone, there's something wrong with it. I mean, he, he helped me out getting it going. He's building my new one here, so... Awesome. And I mean, I just thank you guys for throwing this show. Like I said, Big Dog Derbies. I know Andrew Christensen on his server as well. Mm-hmm. We ran a couple Prodigy. And the biggest one I need to thank is definitely Wally. Wally talked me into that bubble. I mean, if it wasn't for that, I don't know what would happen in my wagon. Because the wagon, I just I didn't feel comfortable with it. I was nervous. Your wagon was a solid third place car at the RDP qualifier. <laughs> Yes, yes, it was. That was a little bit different rules. That was a limited well. This year was totally different. That car was. Really I nice. feel more confident in a limited weld wagon than I do in a super stock. I mean, that's it's totally different between the two with the builds and everything. But this new update coming out, it, it's going to be a game changer. And I'm not sure exactly when he's coming out with it, but I'm I'm telling you, it's it's different. And you're gonna feel the hits. Yep. It's uh, it's gonna add another degree of realism. Again, it's a simulator, not a, not a game. <laughs> That's awesome. Right, right. <laughs> so. Well, Bobby, man, I appreciate you coming on. Congratulations. Um, enjoy it, and I uh, can't wait to know when that computer gets all done for your kids, so maybe she can get on there and play with us too. Oh, absolutely. I will definitely uh, let you guys know, and I'll try to get her on there. So I appreciate you guys again, and thanks for letting me get on here, and I appreciate it. You bet, man. We'll talk soon. Yep, take it easy. See you now. And Bobby Krause, winning the Crash Course Nationals. Um, I also sent an invite out to uh, Christy Germain. And she was doing some stuff with family, wasn't able to make it. It was the uh, it was her dad's birthday who, who passed away. So she was she was doing stuff there and, and couldn't make it. Well, but, they uh, probably had to shovel snow to to, to, to Canada, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> It was, uh, it um, was... real, real quick before we're done, I just want to thank everybody, um, Chris, for getting me, Barcourt, for getting me set up with the computer and stuff over the internet. That was, I'm sure, a pain in the ass for Chris, um, dealing with me. I didn't. Because... Remember, I didn't. 
Didn't what? I, I threw in the towel and called in the experts. Right. That's I was going to get there. Okay. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Chris, Chris, Chris started it and uh, got me to a point. Um, and then I want to thank Beans, uh, Hunter. Um, he did a bunch of stuff, really, really helped me out a lot. Um, and then Pops, Sager, uh, he, they, he ran a night of uh, practice derbies for me. Um, I appreciate that. Some other guys uh, dragged me here, dragged me there to, to get me a little more seat time or finger time. Whatever. So I appreciate it. It was nice. Um, everybody was great, welcoming. Um, gonna gonna you know at some point get back in and run some more uh, some more for fun derbies. Um, but it was it was cool. It's it's definitely gonna be something fun to do during the winter months and and looking forward to it. Maybe I can even get Chris on the track and hit him at three. <laughs> I really was surprised in the shockers that you didn't take off early. Well, I had I, I, I guess I spoke too soon because I figure I want to nose out. I would have nosed out in the in the mod class, but I, I had a wagon and I, I, the guy that lined me up put me nose in, so it is whatever. But um, if my plan was to drive somebody, then put their springs right up through their speaker deck first shot, but then everybody nosed out, so I figured I'd try to save it for a minute, and then it, that didn't go very good. And, <laughs> I was doing all right. I was making a lot of good hits, and then uh, whatchamacallit sent the guy out of the ballpark, and I'm like, yeah, I got no shots. James so. were clean. Yeah, yeah. so I just, <laughs> James, yeah. Was a, James was a weapon out there. It, uh, but, no, it was, it was a blast. I loved it. Um, I will be back at it. But you guys got to do it earlier tonight, man. He doesn't want to go at, like, midnight. Whew. Yeah, that's that Bobby's like, you got to start running again. We're back at school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to so, be able to play again until Thanksgiving weekend. It's, you know? it's crazy, man. I get I'm not as young as I used to be. Get, you know, going to bed at one o'clock in the morning, and get and, up at six fifteen hurts. They start at like eight nine o'clock at night and go straight until like six a.m. Yeah, it's insane. There's no. It's like I'll get up and I'll have all these alerts from Discord. Like, Just go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. You do this tomorrow. <laughs> but you do that sort of stuff when we go on uh, trips for for live shows. But but the thing is, is it's when it's work. Yeah. But for them, it was work. They're yeah. Testing their car. They're bringing the best pieces. And it's just, yeah. it was a, it was an outstanding event front Absolutely. to back. I, I appreciate everybody that was a part of it and uh, all the support to make it happen. Can't say thanks enough. That it? That's it. We good? We good. Covered it all? Covered it all. Bills are 3-0. Oh. Bills are 3-0. Oh. I've always liked their coach. Um, I like their quarterback. Their defense is pretty tough. The Giants just make me sad. Who's going to finish the year playing for the 49ers? I'm thinking practice s- squad. They, yeah. They're they yeah. are just running through injuries like crazy and they're not insignificant injuries. No, they've lost a lot of great players. But part of the game. Packers are 3-0. No. Packers are 3-0. No. I hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> He's such an arrogant goofy. I just don't like him. <laughs> Well, on that note, that's going to do it for this one. Beer <laughs> season, October 1st, New York State. Yeah, Be safe. Good luck to everybody that listens, that hunts. Um, good luck. Slay a big one. Yep. A big one. <laughs> we still got corn on 90% of our hunting land. Uh, so. Jump on Facebook and look up Nasty Dogs, Eric Remington, Alan McNeil. They're doing a raffle of a couple of roof signs. I forgot about that at the top of the show. They're doing a raffle on a couple of roof signs um, that will be custom designed, and the money's going to be going to San Filippo. Cool. Since San Felipe is not going to happen this year, yeah. it's going to be still still help fatten up that donation. So check those guys out. Nasty Dogs on Facebook. All right, officially, 325 is in the book. We're at 715. That's enough of us. We will see everybody next time on The Crash Course. Thanks for watching.
Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLinks1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.